wish you had the perfect words to describe what you do. A sentence or two that just encompass precisely who you help and how you help them. So inside the hive, we call this a dream client power statement. And oh my goodness, we finally found one for today's guest, Carrie Spranzi. Hi there, I'm Dallas Travers and you're listening to Coaches on a Mission, the show to listen to if you want a purposeful, profitable, values-driven business as a coach. Now, Carrie is a go-getter. She's a very gifted coach. She's also overcome a lot of challenges in her own life. Carrie's pretty good at converting leads into clients during her discovery sessions, but if we're being honest, she just doesn't ever seem to be able to get enough sales calls. So she wants to get in front of more people, but up until now, that hasn't been happening as easily as she would like and definitely as easy as I would like. So inside the hive, Carrie and I have gone back and forth searching for the right dream client power statement because when you land on that message, it opens the doors to more referrals, more leads, more sales, more clients. Well, I am happy to report that today, Carrie and I, I think we found the message And it's just unapologetically her. So now I know that I usually share our guests' dream client power statements when I introduce the episode, but not today, my friends, because I don't want to ruin the surprise. So with that, let's walk through the sometimes messy process of finding an authentic, unapologetic message. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Me too, me too. And I'm really curious about where our conversation is going to go today. So am I. Yeah. (laughs) So So with that, why don't we just dive right into it? What do you want? Where should we begin? What do you want to walk away with from our time together today? Yeah, I think what what I'd like to walk away with is a super clear message and mm-hmm. like a, a, a weekly or day-to-day habit list to get more clients in front of me. Yes. Yeah. Um, because, and I want to check in and make sure that this is all accurate. When you look at the data, mm-hmm. the thing that's broken is like the top of the funnel. People who get in front of you, your discovery sessions convert really well. When you ask for referral requests, there's a warm response, but there's a gap somewhere. You're just not seeing enough people. Yeah, I think yeah. that's true. The you know I've done client surge three t- times now. Mm-hmm. The first two times were not great showings, to be yeah. honest. I sent yeah. them to a boatload of people and didn't get very many letters back. But of the of the people that were referred, I converted like over 50, maybe I think it was closer to 60% oh of my them. Gosh. Right. Yeah. Which that's great. But it, like, you know, if you get sent <laughs> four people, then I was just going to say, yeah, 60% of two is, exactly, uh... <laughs> is one, you know, <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly it. So like the percentages sound really great, but the numbers just weren't there. And then this last time we did, we had talked in the hive calls about niching down. So I niched a little downer, more down. (laughs) I niche, I niche down a little bit more and got a better response. Like 
in terms of the people coming back, I think I was like 75% of my ambassadors that I sent it to said, yes, we'll send you someone. Okay. In actuality, I think I got 15 names back. Okay. And of those 15 names, five said yes and booked. And then three said, I want to, but the first of the year. Yeah, right. Let me just go prepare to get ready to begin. That's that's yeah. what I'd like to do is prepare yeah. to get ready to begin. Okay. Right. I'm a, you know, I teach yoga too on the side just because mm-hmm. I love it. And it's so funny that every time uh, someone finds out that I'm a yoga teacher, they're like, oh, I could never do yoga. I'm just not flexible. And I'm like, yeah, you, you come to yoga to get flexible. That's the like, point. That's- <laughs> That's the point of yoga. And I feel that way too. With the, sometimes they're just like, I don't know if I'm ready. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why, you know, I had a client say, yeah, I'm going to, I need to wait until after the first of the year. Cause I've just got so much going on and I'm not exactly sure where to go. And I'm like, that's what I can help you with. Right. Did you say that to them? I did. They don't see it. Mm-mm. Right. I, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had scheduled a follow up and then she called yeah. to ask if we could move the follow up and so it was that like of course we can and but just so you know everything that you described right now is exactly why this is the perfect time and not yeah. the first of the year but i will always be here you know yeah yeah here's a tiny little before we get into messaging here's a tiny little sales tip that works really well for me okay And that is, I'm confused, (laughs) right? So yes, we can reschedule, but I'm confused because you shared that you were overwhelmed and like all of these things were happening, which is why you wanted, which is what we're going to work on. So how is waiting to start that work going to help you feel less overwhelmed right now? Right. It's okay to wait if that's what you want to do, but I just want to make sure that this is a choice you're making rather than resistance in disguise. Yeah. So just it's about being a little less subtle. Exactly. Right? I was yeah. just going to say, like I said that, but not in so many words. And maybe yeah. I need to just use that many words, you know, yeah. like just say it more directly, which is so interesting because I feel like face-to-face and, and normally I think, I would describe myself and most people would describe myself as quite direct, sometimes maybe too direct. (laughs) And, um, and yet somehow in my messaging and in my marketing, I'm not as direct, which is interesting because one of my core values that kind of came up in the retreat was to be unapologetically me and ownership. Right. Maybe this is part of why you're feeling so much friction. Mm-hmm. around lead gen, mm-hmm. right? A, the numbers aren't there, but B, you're not being yourself. Yeah, is that is that true that you're not being yourself or fully yourself? I think it's true that I'm not fully myself. I think mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I think I vacillate between maybe like 85 and 95%, but like yeah. I haven't gone all the way there yet. I think mm-hmm. just for fear that maybe it will feel too salesy or mm-hmm. too pushy or be offensive or... Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is that like I t- tell my clients, but yeah, then those aren't your people anyway. And yet yeah. you, we, you say it all the time. And I, I believe it to be true that like we're coaching on what we're working through. Right. Yes, so completely. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely what's, what's coming up for me. Well, let's dig into your message. Okay. 
and maybe for the time being, we won't talk about your niche. Okay. Right. We'll just, it's going to come, but let's start with the message more than the okay. niche. Okay. Before we do that, can you fill our listeners in? And this has been a bit of a moving target, right? It's why we're having this conversation today, but um, how would you describe who you help and how you help them? Yeah. So it is some version of, I help courageous women close the gap between where they are and where they want to be so they mm -hmm. can design a life they love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the clients that I tend to help the current clients that I have right now do all tend to be women in their sort of late twenties on up. They tend to be very courageous in terms like full-time jobs, business owners, passionate about their careers, but also feel sort of stuck in a rut, uninspired, overwhelmed, yep. single moms, not single moms, but kids and trying to juggle full-time job and homeschool. And I mean, particularly right in these, in this last couple of years, it's been really bonkers for mm -hmm. all of us and particularly parents, parents. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just feel a little lost and, and a little like they're not being themselves. And how can they be more unapologetically themselves? How can they take more ownership out of their life, over their life? How can they be more resilient and adaptable and not just get totally flattened all the time by life? Yeah. There's you know? something that's up for me, Carrie, around like the subtle angle of the message. And I, I could be off here, but when I'm feeling beat, uninspired, like I'm off my game, that's the hardest time to seek help. Mm -hmm. It's when I'm feeling like inspired and kind of on my game that I, oh, I totally need to hire a co coach right now to help me make this thing happen. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what it would look like if we took that message and just spoke to the person who wouldn't necessarily identify, they could be in that circumstance, but they wouldn't own the label mm -hmm. of being beat or overwhelmed or uninspired. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I hear what you're saying because definitely, um, when I'm feeling uninspired and stuck in a rut and beat down, I don't want to like, frankly, I don't want to like jump into the hive and be like, Hey, help me everybody. I want right. to sit on the sofa and watch Netflix and cry about how stuck and in a rut I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At and least for a little while. <laughs> at least for a minute. Yeah. Which is like, fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. So two or three episodes of, you know, great British baking show or Nadia bakes or whatever, you know, and then I'm like, okay, I've just watched her make pretzels. I feel better now I can do this. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I hear. And then when I am feeling like after the retreat or any of like, I'm sure after this podcast, I'm going to feel super inspired and like, oh my God, I can take on the world. Okay. What's next? Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, another sort of at angle to this elevator pitch or dream client power statement mm -hmm. as, as we call it in the hive is I help designers who feel stuck in a rut, unleash their creativity and design a life they love. Mm -hmm. And I still think that it's that perhaps it's that stuck in a rut because like, yeah, if I send that out as an ambassador letter, you know, I'm going <laughs> to be like, Hey Dallas, I have this really great friend who helps designers who feel stuck in a rut, unleash their creativity. And I thought of you. Yeah. You're the first person I thought of. You're like, <laughs> right. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. 
How yeah. does this? So I help blank, right? Mm-hmm. I help designers and that, we'll talk about the niche piece next. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I help designers or I help women accomplish unapologetic goals. Yeah. Like that. Unapologetic goals. Yeah. It's your language. I've just been listening to what you've said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unapologetic goals or, um, I help blank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Accomplish yeah. unapologetic goals or take ownership of their goals mm-hmm. and design mm-hmm. a life they love or. Mm-hmm. So you lose me on the design a life you love. Like I'm just okay. going to go watch like a free me. Mel Robbins video. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on. I want you to be lit up around this. So imagine a designer hires you. Like who is this going to attract and do they know what they're signing up for? Yeah. I mean, I I help blank accomplish unapologetic goals. That to me, to me, it feels like I've got this big goal that I'm not sure, you know, that feels really big and scary. And when I talk about it to other people, like my parents, for example, they're like, "Mm, I don't know, is that possible? Somebody Mm -hmm. else has already done it. You know, all Mm -hmm. of the naysayers who feel like it would be scary for them. They're scared to do it. So they're going to make you scared to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Try to talk you out of it because it feels too big and scary for them. That's the type of person that it will attract is someone who is ready and like, yeah, but ready. Yeah. Someone who's ready. Who's ready. Who's ready to be unapologetic about their life and take ownership of their life. Mm -hmm. And, um, who's done being stuck and tired and overwhelmed and burnt out. They're done with, they're over it. They're done with it. They're like enough of that. I am ready. (laughs) Right. They watched Nadia bake the pretzels and now they're ready to get back to work. That's right. Right. They're like, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. As we're talking this through, I realize there's parts of the message that are just a little too, that that set you up to compete with Mm -hmm. YouTube. Yeah. Or like Tony Robbins or Oprah, right? right? right. So we got to narrow those. We need to specify the results there. But also I think we've been unconsciously speaking to people who aren't ready. Who They're not ready and they're not clear. Yeah. So then we I have think- the let me go get ready and clear first before I get your help getting ready and clear. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think that is the thing that what I've noticed of the recent discovery calls that I've had in the last week or so, and I've had loads back. To, I've, I've done probably 10 uh, discovery calls in the last like two weeks, which has been awesome. Awesome. Um, but it, and it's, it's given me a lot of information, right? Like it's all learning and all of that, but mm-hmm. I, I see a trend happening at least in the last little bit of, let me go get ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. Let me go now. Now I know what you can do. And now I kind of see where my holes are mm-hmm. where I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So let me go and get ready and then I'll come back. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So th- this is someone who though is actively seeking out support mm-hmm. because I they're ready. They're ready enough to know that they need the support. Yeah. They're like, I'm ready. I'm done. I'm done feeling this way. I'm ready to feel this way. And who, who can help me? Mm -hmm. I'm looking for the right person to help me now. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I think what I'm, what not, I think what I know I'm really good at is this being is adaptability or another way to say that would be resilience, right? Like my whole life has just been one story of resilience and picking yourself up and just doing the damn thing time and time and time again, partly because I've had to, and partly because that's my personality. And I I think those two combined have, have just, I know how to, that I know how to do. Yes. And here's the thing about resiliency, in my opinion, the theme of resiliency resonates most with the people who are on the others who have learned the lessons of resiliency. The -hmm. people who need resiliency coaching are often not emotionally or mentally in the space Mm -hmm. to receive resiliency coaching. So I don't love that word in in your marketing. Yeah, I agree. It's just everywhere. It's too kind of fluffy. It's Uh, just like, it's kind of a buzzword now. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so adaptable or adaptability, because to me that just I don't know. The image that I think about when resilience and being adaptable is just like a tree. You know, you've got the roots in the ground, you're super anchored, you're grounded, you're growing, but then you can weather the storm. So you're bending and maybe you're losing some leaves and you bloom again and then fall comes. And it's like, yeah, you know, that's what it is. And, and, but someone who's just like a tiny new little sapling is just like trying to hold on for dear life. And I'm just not ready that they don't think they'll ever grow big. And yeah. Yeah. So resilience is fluffy. Designing your life is fluffy. And I just, yeah. So is unapologetic goals fluffy? I don't think unapologetic goals is fluffy. No, to me, it sounds, first of all, it sounds just like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the message around this can clarify what might be missing. But the other thing I like about this, because it's not like you're not the kind of coach who is, I, I'm going to walk you through my formula to lose 40 pounds or to gain 10,000 Instagram followers. It's not a process that guarantees a specific goal. It's a process of growth that allows you to accomplish whatever your goal might be. Exactly. So then we have to define the type of goal. Otherwise, then it's also, again, not clear. Right. Okay. Let's play around with this I help blank. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I help women accomplish unapologetic goals. And then going into the Hive curriculum, right, that the rest of that dream client power statement might be something like, if there's something you really want – and you're ready for the support to make it happen, mm-hmm. right? I can take you there. Mm-hmm. So we're just really like this. I this is for you when there's no getting ready. You're ready. You're ready, right? If there's something that you really want, yeah, I can take you there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who is this for? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's such a good question, right? Go ahead. Yeah. Can I ask it differently? So yesterday we recorded an episode with Bex uh, inside the hive. And you know, she's been looking for this missing link in her own message, right? So we'll, I think we'll release these episodes back to back. And I talked with her about the mistake a lot of us make when it comes to niching is we just look at these details that don't matter. Yeah. 
right? Like someone's age range, mm-hmm. right? Which is, mm-hmm. I guess, a way in, but it's not a, in my uh, perspective, it's not the most meaningful way in. Right. But instead, instead, looking at a shared experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just to use, I know you know, Bex, and our listeners, this will uh, go back and listen to that episode, but when she looked at the women who she helps find love, right? She's a love and relationship coach. A shared experience was dramatic, explosive breakups. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that immediately, that just stands out in a different way, right? Then like corporate women, right? Or divorced women. It's like a label instead of a shared experience. Right. So before we go to the label, when you think about the people you most feel aligned with, or maybe some clients that you've worked with in the past, let's dig into this shared experience question and see what comes forward for you. Hey, I've got a question for you. What's your coaching superpower? If you haven't thought about it, I've got a free quiz that's pretty good at deciphering your magical mojo. Are you great at creating connections? Maybe you're a natural leader who people just trust, or perhaps it's your strong sense of purpose that you really need to leverage. Let's find out where you are, where you want to be, and how to best get you there with the Coaching Superpower Quiz. It'll take you about 45 seconds to complete, and when you're done, you'll learn the precise steps you need to take, whether you're ready to scale your business, you want to build your list, or you just need to find some paying clients. Plus, you'll get your very own personalized toolkit that caters to your unique superpower because accentuating the positive is always a good idea. So if you're ready to clear away the fog, chart your course, and steer your business in the right direction with as much ease and grace as possible, go take the superpower quiz. You can find it now at sixfigurecoachquiz.com. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think the shared experience, the shared experience is that they have had the women that I work with, and it is primarily women that I'm currently working with and that tend to gravitate towards me. Although I do have a few men, but again, like gender and whatever, who, right. What is it? Any, I mean, anyways, right. Who cares? But just because I'm working with women, I'll say it like this, you know, the Mm -hmm. women that I um, am working with right now, they all have had a very dramatic life experience that has flipped the tables on everything they thought they knew and don't know where to move or go from there either to get some sort of semblance of consistency in their life or start afresh. So divorces, divorces due to infidelity or Mm -hmm. yeah, I've also mm-hmm. have um, clients who spouses or partners have attempted suicide. I've had partner, or I have um, clients who have experienced a divorce or a breakup because they've been the one who've been unfaithful. Mm-hmm. So it, it does tend to be like there's been this dramatic something. Cancer. Yes. I mean, I'm a yeah. cancer survivor, cancer. and so I get 
I, I have had some clients who just got a diagnosis or in the middle of their diagnosis or have just come out of the backside and are now like, well, shit, now that we're through that, now what? Completely. <laughs> Holy right? smokes. What in the world? What was, did I just go through and yeah. where do I go from here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So here's the, the super wordy way to say that, okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is, so let's, and we'll work from there, but I help women on the other side of a life altering experience mm -hmm. accomplish unapologetic goals moving forward. Yeah. Okay. So what, like, how does that land? And because yeah. we could get as specific as I help cancer survivors accomplish unapologetic goals. Yeah, we could. I've thought about the cancer card, the, you know, pulling the uh -huh. cancer card, if you will, and going all in on the cancer niche. And there's something about that that scares the hell out of me. Mm, tell me more. I think it's one, because there are, there have been times when it has been a bit triggering for me and I have yeah. to go really into my practices of like, I am me and you're you, and it's not happening to me right now. But there's sometimes when I'm talking to, um, cancer, other cancer survivors about their experience, and I can taste the chemo in my mouth again. Oh, and like the scar where my port was gets itchy and like, it's very mm -hmm. visceral. And I've been in, in December 1st, it will have been four years since I had my last chemo wow. treatment. So you know, it's, it's, I'm clean. I, I'm good with all of that. And generally it's not a part of me, but there, there, that, that does happen from time to time. Yeah. Which is like, so that's a little like, do I want to keep, do I want to set myself up for that? Or am I strong enough slash have the tools to manage it? I don't know. So I just sort of, uh, my take on that is you're designing a business here. So why I would know. we, why would we negotiate? Yeah, exactly. That, right? So that, mm -hmm. you know, so that's the one. And then the, and that's one. And then the other thing is, is like, yeah, it's something around like always talking about cancer, always talking about cancer. Right. And I'm a little yeah. bit like, I don't want to always be talking about cancer. Mm -hmm. It's a part of me and it's a part of my story. And it certainly informs like my adaptability and my resilience and my ownership and taking ownership of your body and how you feel. And, and my whole message is part of it, it is part of cancer. Cancer is part of that. But yeah. like to just every day be talking mm -hmm. about it. I don't, yeah. I totally that's why it. it's hard for me to go all mm -hmm. in on that, yeah. on that niche. I just want to reflect to you how very clear you sound. About a no. About a no. Yeah, completely. <laughs> yeah. Completely. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I want to be as clear for the yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I we I think we might be walking down a, a good mm -hmm. path here. So let's see. Yeah. Okay. So I help women on the other side of a dramatic life event, right? I don't uh -huh. know the words I said last time. Accomplish un unapologetic goals, period. Right. So how, what is the, the message around that clunky piece, right, on the other side of a dramatic life event? What's the clunky piece, apologetic life uh, goals? Just taking some notes here. Yeah. What's the clunky piece? I yeah. help women. No, not, I'm sorry, not the clunky piece, but how do we clean up that clunky bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. On the other side of a dramatic life event. I think it's something like maybe like 
I help you. I help women. I help people. I help, you know, blank. I'm going to say, keep saying it blank here for a minute. I help blank on the other side of a dramatic life event. Wow. I was going to say like, clear away the drama, but that's not the work you really want to do. You want to work with people who have unapologetic goals and want to live boldly. I do. And I want to clearing away the trauma is part of that, but that's not the destination. Yeah, Yeah, true. And, but uh, yeah, but we do need to speak to like, oh yeah, I've just, I've been through some things. I've been through some shit. I help, you know, if you've been through some shit, I can help you accomplish unapologetic goals. If you've been through something tough, if you've walked through the fire, if you've, Mm -hmm. you know, sat in the eye of a storm and come out the other side, Mm -hmm. I can help, you know, I help. I even want it to be even cleaner than that. Right. But maybe it, maybe it can't at this help, um, help you accomplish your unapologetic goals. If you've been, been through some shit and you're dreaming of something bigger, I can help you accomplish your unapologetic goals or something. I help people who've been through the ringer, who've been through, through some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is it. Do people, do I sound like a grandma? Do people still say, hey, hey, grandma, <laughs> do I sound like a grandma? <laughs> do people still say been through the ringer? Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I say it like, wow. You know, but you know what I hear more often, Dallas, is like, I've been through some things. I've seen some stuff or like I've been through some shit. Great. And that's so you, right? It is so me. And that right there is the 5% that I hold Uh, back. Got it. So is it, I help people who've been through some shit accomplish accomplish their unapologetic goals? Yes. That's it. it. That is it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause I've been through some shit. You have been through some shit. I have been through some shit and everyone I'm helping with, I'm helping right now has been been through through some shit. shit. And when you're in the shit, it super sucks. And when you're through the shit, you can look back and see how much you learned, how much strength it gave you. There is some good stuff in there. You got to be like those little dung beetles and just find all the good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. To, to and use it to get yeah. these apologetic goals. So I help people who have been through some shit, who have been through some shit, accomplish their unapologetic goals. Yeah. Carrie, I think we got it. Yeah, I think so too. Accomplish their unapologetic goals. For our goals. listeners, Carrie and I are just like rewriting it now and patting ourselves on the back. So as we do that, <laughs> yes. for everyone listening, The distinction for me, Carrie, between this and what you shared in the beginning is the very specific phase of the experience of being in in the shit they're in. Mm -hmm. Where before it was just a little bit vague around like, I help women design their best life or get over the overwhelm. And so I'm talking to you when you're likely not ready and cleaning this up. We're really speaking to solution aware people rather than problem aware people. Yeah. I love it because also in, like I said, you know, if before, if I had my, my earlier one that was, I help designers who are stuck in a rut, unleash their creativity. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Dallas, I got my friend does this. And I thought of you a first person I thought of, you're like, great. Was I stuck in a rut? But now if I'm like, right. Hey, my friend, Carrie helps people who have been through some shit and girl, you have been through some shit. You should call her. Yes. Completely. Right. It's a different, it's a compliment totally. to yes. be referred. <laughs> it's like, damn right. I have been through, I have. Yeah. yeah. I have. And I'm ready. Yep. Right. Yep. This is exciting. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like it. So I don't want to end here. Let's talk about where in now sharing this message, mm-hmm. right? What is filling in that five or 10% where you're not fully you? What does that look like? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it starts with me saying like on my website and in my marketing materials and on my Instagram and in my ambassador letters, mm-hmm. like I talking like I normally talk, which is I have been through some shit. Yep. God damn it. So have you. Mm-hmm. And if you're ready to, you know, knock the hell out of your goals, then call me. Let's do yeah. this. Right. But I kind of hold back a little bit on that because I, I don't know, I want to be like politically correct online and not a, be like, here's my grandma again, be a potty mouth, <laughs> <laughs> but I am a potty mouth. I try you to are a total potty mouth. I am. Yeah. And I, I'm making know, editing I, notes and I've written down explicit. We have to check the box for explicit language on this episode. We do. do. And I maybe need a sign that's like, Hey, if you interact with me, you know, explicit language, I just, I clean it up when I'm around my grandson. I try to, you know, take it down a notch for a two and a half year old. But, um, but yeah, you know, generally speaking, when I'm around with adults, like they're just, to me, they're just words. And sometimes they really get the point across and they, Mm -hmm. you know, use emphasis. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I do find myself holding back on that a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, if I, if I'm honest, it's probably just because I don't want to offend my parents I know, <laughs> who probably right? aren't listening to my stuff anyways. I know. I know. My mom like, likes every one of my Instagram posts and I have days where I'm like, please stop watching. <laughs> get hurt feelings one of these days <laughs> oh, you're gonna like call me and be like where did I go wrong right a daughter who talks like that and I'm like well I think actually the truth is you sort of did because right you no know. right, yeah, right, right. It, okay that. so yeah if you were coaching so you're like gonna coach yourself here because this yeah. is the work that you do Exactly. What assignment would you give yourself? What needs to be cleaned up and for you in order for you to truly accept the permission slip to be unapologetically you? Yeah. Oh, that's funny that you're asking this because um I mentioned to you when we were talking before we started recording that um in just a few days, I'm going to be flying to back to Utah, where I'm from, where my family is and, Mm -hmm. uh, to spend the Thanksgiving holiday with them and, um, and to spend time with them. And maybe the, the, what needs to be cleaned up is I need to just say, Hey, mom and dad, you guys, listen, you know, I love you so much. And I am 100% committed to this business. And you know, me, you know, that like, Mm -hmm. I have the biggest, kindest heart and I love you with my whole everything. And you gave me such a beautiful childhood and I have a potty mouth and I'm just warning you that from this moment forward, I'm going to let it 
fly. I'm going to just be myself fully a hundred percent in my emails and my marketing and online. And I just, I want you to know that right now so that you can choose to support me in your heart, but not support me on social media. You can unfollow me, whatever, just know I'm not, my intention is not to offend you, but it is to be authentically me and real so that the people that resonate with me find me. Yeah. And I can't, I can't do that if I'm worrying about offending you guys. Yeah. So, Perfect timing for this conversation. It is perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think that conversation probably in order just so I get it off the table and give them a warning. Yeah. That's very respect. It's self-honoring. It's also very respectful to them. And I think it's going to unleash some creativity for you. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, I think it, it like speaks to this. One of my core values is, which is ownership. Yes. Yep. You know, like, and the unapologetically me, like be unapologetically and own it. And part of that is just giving my folks a heads up because they're the ones that I'm just like, I want them to be proud of me. And yeah. I know that they are, even if I yeah. drop the occasional F-bomb. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to wrap up by giving you a what's next assignment if you're open to it. Okay. As we were just talking, you mentioned some very specific examples of clients who have been through some shit, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They've been cheated on, they've cheated, they've survived illnesses, all of those things. Mm -hmm. I want you to make a list of your favoritest of favorite clients, okay? right? And the list can be however long you want it to be. What step one or column one? What circumstances were they in before okay. hiring you? Okay. What did they believe about themselves? Given those circumstances, what did they believe about themselves or about like the world <laughs> more globally, right? It's either, okay, this is, this is true about me or this is a true about... I don't have any control over this. It's just the way the world works. Okay. What beliefs do they hold because of those circumstances? Okay. Column three, what is it they really want? Okay. And what do they need to believe instead? What is it they want and what do they need to believe? Okay. And so that what they need to believe instead, these reveal some core themes that you can start talking about in your marketing and in your messaging. Okay. So when you do that work, will you share it? Maybe you can get in the hot seat for a hive call mm -hmm. or share it in the Facebook group. And we will really make sure that all of the messaging aligns and paints the full picture mm -hmm. of who your dream client is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I will do this. I will put a spreadsheet. I've got a 10 hour flight there and a 10 hour Perfect. flight home. So I got loads of time, <laughs> of time to do this spreadsheet. And then, yeah, I'll apply for the hot, the hot seat and we can take a look at it and then we can post it in the Facebook Go from group there. and all that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I am so excited about where we landed today with this dream client. We've just been trying our damnedest for yeah. months, right? And I think we've got it. It just yeah. feels like it's specific in the right direction mm -hmm. instead of lazy specific, right? Yeah, I yeah. agree. It was the other, the other specific was like two PC Pacific, Pacific mm -hmm. specific yeah. to, to like dancing around it, trying like, I don't want to call anybody out, but like, 
yeah. I'm calling you out. If you've been you. through some shit, yeah. come see me. Great. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for coming on the show today. This is such a helpful conversation to a lot of coaches who are who feel like they're banging their head against the wall a little bit here. I've got a strong work ethic. I know I'm good at what I do. What's Why can't I get more eyeballs on my work? So thank you for volunteering. Oh, it has been my pleasure. Thank, thank you so much for, for bringing me there and yes. helping me through some shit with my, uh, with my <laughs> marketing. <right>? Yes. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Carrie. All right. So everybody listening, be sure to follow along on Instagram this week because that exercise I just gave Carrie thinking about the circumstances their clients are in before the work begins and the beliefs that they hold. We will have a conversation about that on Instagram. So follow Dallas Travers Biz Mentor and we'll take this further. And otherwise, I want to thank you for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta-friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.